Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Don't just ride the index. Seek to outperform it with Fidelity Active ETFs. Learn more at fidelity.com slash active ETFs. Before investing in any exchange-traded fund, you should consider its investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses. Contact Fidelity for a prospectus, an offering circular, or if available, a summary prospectus containing this information. Read it carefully. While active ETFs offer the potential to outperform an index, these products may more significantly trail an index as compared with passive ETFs. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC, member NYSE, SIPC. Call from Emily. Emily, dude, what's happening? Oh my gosh, hi. How you doing? I'm doing pretty good. How about you? Uh, you know, I can't complain. Can't complain. Uh, Honestly, man, you made good. my day. I made your day. I haven't even done anything, Emily. I, I know, but I've been trying to call you before, and I work at a fast food store, and honestly, as soon as like I saw your, have you ever been in a fight? I was like, well, does today count? Of course today counts. <laughs> what happened today? Um, it was mostly like work-related stuff. And what what happened is like I work for um, Dunkin' Donuts, right? And there was some issues where we were short money and other of the workers were like fighting back and forth. It was a whole issue. Um, it, it's just been awful. So honestly, being able to talk to you just makes my whole day. <laughs> Short money from the cash register? Yeah. Like, honestly, for a whole day, we were short like 28 bucks. What the hell kind of fight could have could have gone down over 28 bucks? Was it like the fact they that they were like, next is there a thing where like if you're short at the end of the day, all of you get like fined or punished or something? Yeah. Like he said that this was the time they'll cover it. But next time they're like, oh, we're going to pull it out of your paychecks. Damn. Yeah, what, it was what, kind what of was scary. The, well, the fight was between the employees. What were they arguing over? Were they accusing each other of having taken it? Yeah, they started saying, like, oh, it's because your issue is you guys don't count the tills when everybody just starts. Because, like, I work in a group with mostly girls, so it just became one big cat fight. <laughs> mm. And were you involved? Was it? Did this uh, fight get physical? Were there cappuccinos thrown at each other? <laughs> Funny enough, no, there wasn't. There was actually customer complaints about cappuccinos, though. But um, I didn't work the day that the till was short, so everybody was like trying to keep my name out of it. It was mm. it was interesting. Yeah, now that I think about it, uh, Dunkin' Donuts is a a interesting place for a war zone. Um, <laughs> yeah. People pelting. You, we've been throwing like hash at browns other. at each other. Yeah. 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 I you mean, all of a sudden, you just see a croissant a... like fly across the room. You would think that, like, I mean, a doughy sort of munchkin probably wouldn't hurt that much, but you get one of those thick, like, like the uh, the chocolate cake ones. I mean, that could leave. Oh yeah, uh, and you wait till like the end of the day when they're hard, and then that's when you chuck them. Mm-hmm. Hey, is, there, is it true that if you go to Dunkin' Donuts, like right when you clo- when they close, and you ask them for free food, they'll give it to you? No, unfortunately, we do have people that do that. But, like, my boss says that we can give them, like, a buy one, get one deal. So, like, they buy, like, half a dozen. We can give them a dozen. Mm. 
Yeah, I wish we could give food out. Honestly, we kind of get in trouble for that sometimes because I call him my favorite homeless guy. He stops by the store every time, always orders ice, bunch of liquid sugar, and coffee. And I'm honestly afraid they're going to catch me one of these times giving it to him. You can get in trouble for just giving him ice? Yeah, uh, fun fact, we charge for water and pop cups. That's crazy, man. Well, it is. I'm probably going to get in trouble. I'm like, I'm fine with that. But Well, look, good on you for sticking it to the man. <laughs> Have you ever been in a fight, though? Like, real talk. <laughs> oh, Emily, 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 Emily. Listen, thank you so much for sharing your story. And, uh, <laughs> you know, I wish you the best of luck out there. I hope that you don't have to resort to um, weaponizing French crawlers, but if you do, um, <laughs> I, hope, I hope you have fun. Thank you. Well, so thank much you, for and you too. You have well, a have a good luck on your journey the rest of the night. <laughs> bye bye. Call from Gigi. Gigi? Oh, oh, hello. Hello, Gigi. Hey, Gek, how you doing? I'm doing good, dude. What, what are you up to? Um, I'm chilling at my parents' house right now. Chilling at your how, how old are you, Gigi? I'm 21. You're chilling at your parents' house. What, what's your relationship like with your parents? Um, it's pretty good. They're fun. They're fun people, actually. I like hanging out with them. Yeah. Well, it's my mom and my stepdad's house, so. Mm -hmm. Uh, do you like living at home? Um, I'm actually not living at home. I just graduated this weekend, and so I'm visiting just to kind of have graduation celebrations, you know? Uh, uh with what did you graduate? What kind of degree? Uh, just graduated college. Right, but in in, in what oh. um, vocation? Ooh, um, biology, um, biology, biology, ecology, and conservation. Wow. How much shit did you have to cut open? Did you cut open anything? <laughs> <laughs> um, I am also pre-vet, so I like had to cut open more stuff in like vets' offices and school. In school, how like, many organisms, like, give me a number of how many organisms you had to cut open. Um, I'm a surgery technician, so, like... Oh, my God. I, Wait, can I guess? I can like, I guess? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it over or under 50? I would probably say over. <laughs> wow. and I mean, I'm talking your entire, like, college career. Over 50. Is over 100? A hundred would be cutting it close. Uh, you know what's interesting to me is this is an interesting thing to kind of think about here because a surgeon at one there has to be there has to be a time in which a surgeon all on their own does cert does live surgery on a human being for the first time. I mean, you know. Uh, and I'm wondering, uh, first of all, who's good? To, do they tell the person this is the first, his first time, this is their first time doing the thing? 
And I'm also wondering how many people or animals, how many dead, like, cadavers or whatever do you have to do before you're like, all right, I think I get it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I genuinely have no idea, like, what the cutoff point is. Like, um, I've done neuters before. So, like, they let me do cat neuters as a tech. Hmm. They just, like, throw you into it. Um, but I, like, I am terrified for vet school because, like, I don't know when they're going to be like, all right, you're ready to, like, cut open this animal and, like, go into its guts. Because, like, like how will you know when you're, like, confident to be like, okay, I know exactly what this organ is, like, not to cut into it. Right, right. That's what I want. It's like, if you cut open four cats... Mm-hmm. Are you like, all right, let's get, let's do a live one now. What's the number until you're ready? Yeah, and like, I know this is like a bad comparison, but like on shows on like Grey's Anatomy, you know, like they train for like years and years and years to do like certain surgeries um, and it still just goes terribly wrong. You know, mm-hmm. like you've been training for like 20 years and you could still like majorly fuck up. Mm-hmm. Um, that's kind of terrifying. And uh, what I always found interesting about being a vet is mm-hmm. there's this paradoxical thing with being a veterinarian where you think you would want to go into it because you love animals. But mm-hmm. also, if you love animals, you probably wouldn't be interested in cutting them in half. Yeah. I mean, like, honestly, that's like the hardest part of the job because like you're never dealing with animals when they're happy like they're always like (laughs) we're like actively stressing out the animals most of the time you know like we have to poke and prod them um and like it's hard to like reconcile that with loving animals because like obviously we're going to try to give them like as stress-free of an experience as we can but like there's some animals that like Like, there's no way you can explain to them, like, I am, like, taking your blood for, like, a good reason. Like, they're just going to be terrified. Yeah. Um, But I don't know. Like, the vet industry, like, right now is, like, kind of fucked up. Like, a lot of people are getting super burnt out because of, like, COVID stuff. Um, And, like, because, like clients aren't able to come into the building animals are significantly more stressed out um because they're like mm, people aren't the around. Owner can't be there yeah and it's like really hard to communicate with the owners kind of like what's going on with the animal when like the vet's not there in front of them to kind of like lead them to different issues um so like i mean i maybe this is only at my practice but i feel like we're fucking up a lot because it's like the communication lines are completely broken. Are you excited to get into the 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 real deal? I don't know how the pipeline of becoming a veterinarian works or how much of the real deal you've already done, but <laughs> I mean, yeah, definitely. Um it's like a little it's a little scary to like be a vet because you are then like liable for everything like I think I'm still just like I've been working for like three years and I still think I'm like kind of fucking around a little bit um 
but like once you're the vet you know it's like if someone in the practice fucks up like it's on you like even if you weren't the one who did it um and also vet school is terrifying it's basically like med school it's the same track where it's four years and residency you know what's interesting is that um you know, I like to look at the world as like everyone has a little bit of imposter syndrome. You know, everyone's got their own, you know, failures or, or you know, whatever. And, and uh, everyone's a little bit nervous because it makes you feel a bit comfortable about your own feelings. But when it comes to doctors, I don't I don't want to look at them like that. I'm like, no, if you're you need to be 100 percent competent mm-hmm. all the time. Yeah, I mean, like, that's what you'd hope, right? <laughs> that's what you'd hope. But yeah. we're only human, except if we're dogs. Yeah. Um, well, thank you so much for, for sharing. Uh, uh, which your name was again? Um, Gigi. Gigi, hey, look. Uh, congrats on the graduation. Hope you, you. had cake. And um, say hi to the dogs for me. I will. I'll, totally, I'll tell them the gecko says hi. Do it. I hope they don't eat me. I think they would consider it. I, I feel like cats would be more likely, but they would definitely consider it. Well, then don't, don't just don't tell them where I live. Well, thank you so much, Gigi. Have a good night. All right. You good night, Lyle. <laughs> hmm. I do think about like. You, if you're a surgeon, you gotta operate how many, like how many dead people before you do the live one. I'd love to talk to a real surgeon about this. How many, and is it different for each one? Is one surgeon like, all right, three dead guys, I got this. Let's do the live one. Do some run through hundreds of dead bodies to get to the before they do the real one? Call from. Allison. Allison! Howdy. How are you, Allison? Wonderful. How are you? You're wonderful. Um, yeah. <laughs> now, why are you wonderful? Well, um, I'm in a great place now. Um, after a fight, I heard the topic was fight tonight. Fight mm, night. You're in a great place after a fight. Tell me about this fight. So this fight was between this guy I was dating for two years, um, post-divorce. Both type kids were like Brady Bunch. Mm. Um, I moved to the middle of nowhere, Texas with him. It's actually really pretty uh, in the middle of nowhere, but it was very isolated. We were on like six acres and he is like a major alcoholic, like drinks wine from like 5 a.m. in the morning till like all day. Probably two bottles before 10 a.m. We tolerated a lot and there were a lot of fights because of the alcoholism. Mm. But mm. the last the last fight, um, I just had had it. My baby was sleeping upstairs. It was like 1.30 in the morning and um he kept texting me to like wake up and get in the hot tub with him and drink. And I was like, no, I have a job interview like the next day. So I went out and I kicked, I got so mad. I kicked his wine into the hot tub and, um, 
by the yeah, as soon as I did that, he got physical and like slipped me into the hot tub in my pajamas and then like wanted to choke me out and stuff. So it got domestic violence. So did, I, did you uh, call the police or he something? He took my phone. He, and so we're like in six acres, right? And my goal is to like not wake my sleeping baby with these like abusive tendencies. So I chunked my cell phone. Like he ch- he chunked my cell phone off the cliff. And I'm like struggling in the hot tub because he's trying to choke me on a fence. And then basically uh, I get, end up grabbing his cell phone, using the flashlight, find my phone, lock him out of the house. I'm like, I'm not about to like uproot my child in the middle of the night. Um, he starts banging on the windows. Anyways, I left that situation e freaking immediately. It was like, enough. I hate fighting. I'm like non-confrontational. Well, how long ago was this? Two weeks ago. Two weeks ago. Okay, so uh, did you, you were, you were living with him? Yeah, we had lived together for um, a year and a half. And where are you living now? I moved back um, to Houston, to the big, you know, to the city. Uh, I had like four interviews within like two, the past two weeks. I'm getting a job offer tomorrow. So that's why I'm wonderful. I'm like, heck yeah. Like get no fights. Everybody just be non-confrontational. And um, yeah, when confronted, just flight, flight, flight works too. Well, I'm glad that worked out for you. How's your, how's your kid doing? Be wonderful. We're posted up at my parents, and um, he's he's loving it. He's watching Blues Clues right now. We just had bath time and played uh, Trouble. Remember the game when you pop the middle? I remember Trouble. Yeah. So all is good. I used to step on. I stepped on it once, and it well like, the. The fucking arch of the thing like went up into my foot and hurt a lot. Oh God! So you're not supposed to step on it? I don't think. I, don't, I feel like I shouldn't. I feel like I sh- I'm not in a position to be complaining to you about pain right now. <laughs> so I'm, I won't. Um, I'm I'm so glad to hear that you've uh, uh, been doing so much better, dude. Yes, yes. And my recommendation for anybody in that situation is just like fly. Hell yeah! What's the what's the new gig? So um, it's a real estate, it's like a huge real estate company. I was like back in this big building I used to work in. It's like a sixty-story building, and um, I used to work on 54, 55, 59, and I'm going to be down on forty-seven at a completely different company, the company that owns the building. So I'm switching from oil and gas to real estate, and that is going to be awesome. Awesome. Well, keep killing it. What did you say your name was? Allison. Allison, thank you for sharing. Uh-huh. Good luck to you in the future. Okay. You thank take care, you. Dude. Okay, you too. Bye bye. Well, I'm glad to hear that she's been doing well. Go buy a house from that lady. Call from Darren. Darren? What is up, my man? Darren, what's up, man? Where are you calling from? Uh, I'm good. I have a, a fight story. You have oh, a fight so, story? Uh, yeah, I'm calling from, from Scotland. Oh, rock and roll. What's uh, uh, t- tell tell me your fight story, Darren? So when I was when I was in high school, I was like 
15 and I was really good friends with this guy. And we had a falling out because one of the other guys in my friend group just spread mad lies. And so what happened was he just came up to me, he was supposed to be my best friend, and says, let's have a, I want to fight you. So we organised it for after school finished. I meet him and we done boxing together. So he thought he was going to beat me up quite easily. And I kicked this guy's ass. I, I got pulled off of the top of him and it was the most vindicating fight ever because it was just this, the fact that he talked so much shit about me around school, supposed to be my best friend. It just felt so liberating. Mm, you said this guy was your friend. Yeah, he was supposed to be. Supposed to be. Did you did you two make up afterwards, or did you continue no, to no. remain antagonistic towards each other? We 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 didn't be be friends again, but we've been around each other and like you know the past is the past and that. But man, man enough to forgive, but not to forget. Mm. And when what was the turning point? When did you realize? Oh, this person is just being friends with me as a front. When in reality they're just talking shit behind my back. I, I'd been told about it, kind of off other people, but it was mainly just when he came up and asked me for a fight for almost no reason. Wait, he came up and asked you for, like, politely? He came up and no, said, no, may I please have a fight? No, he did. He's like, it was more like, uh, I'm going to fucking do you in. And I was like, right, okay, we'll, we'll see how this goes. Is that, a, is that like a, uh, a dialect thing? I've never heard it said... Can I? He asked me for a fight, like for permission to fight me. I, 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 I guess it is. It's just like it's just. It's not like he asked me. He just kind of said we're going to fight, but really angrily, and it was like. So yeah, I would say mm. so. <clears throat> That's like how I'm in. I hope I'm saying that guy's name right. I'm in would ask for a fight, very politely. May I please? Yeah. If someone yeah. asked me for a fight, I would just say no. And then what would they say? Would they I, be like? All right, no worries. Carry on. Have a good day. I, I think, I think, I, I, I don't know. That's, that's a good question. I think the point of it more for him was that obviously there was a crowd around, so he, he knew that if I was to say no, I was going to get, like, you know, laughed at. Mm. You know, peer pressure and Defending stuff. Defending your honour. Hmm. Uh, so have you been in uh, this this experience? Has it put you on edge at all? Your current friends, does it make you look at them and go, do these people truly like me? Or are they also just fronting? No, the, the, the group of friends I've had, have, but also his group, we all kind of fell out with them after it. So I've been friends with the same people for a long time, really. And one of my mm. friends I've known since I was about six or seven. And so, no, nah, I, I feel quite confident in my friend group. Well, I'm glad to hear that. Um... Mm -hmm. Who would you say won the fight between oh, me. you? Oh, me. Um, so and how do you know? Uh, this other thing is, how do you know when you win a fight? Is it the other person's knocked out? Uh, well, it didn't get that far, but we did boxing together before. So he, he thought that he could base the fight off of the way I was in boxing. And obviously, street rules are different, bro. And um, but it was one actually one of the, one of the people who we were both friends with at the time pulled me off of the top of him and said he's had enough. So that was like. Mm. Oh, so there's a difference. You have a different fighting style when you're not in the ring. You don't have to play by the rules. Aye, aye. Obviously, when you when you're in the ring, there's I can't like grab him and just like wail on him. I can't like try and tackle him to the ground or push him. So 
So the first thing I did, because I'm quite small, is I got in close, close the distance, grabbed the, like, the, the neck of his top and then just started uppercutting him. Um, we mm. broke from that and then I pushed him and he fell over. And as he fell, he, he fell and kind of supported himself on like a fence. And I headbutted him and like bust all his nose and stuff. And that's nothing. You, you like, used agility to your advantage. Yes. You're like a little Mac. Yeah, yeah. I'll horn squabble. I like it. Well, listen, what'd you say your name was? Darren? Yeah. Thank you for sharing, Dan. You've inspired me. I kind of want to fight someone now because I'm 5'6 <laughs> and I'm weak. But I'm like, maybe I can... I, I, I guess... Well, I'm not agile either, so I guess, I guess I'm not inspired. I guess I will I'll continue to not fight people. But I like... I like... I liked living this through you vicariously. Yeah, yeah. There's your please one. I'm, I'm, I'm happy to share. Of course. Thank you so much, Darren. You have a good night. Cheers uh, from fucking yeah, the US, baby. See you later, buddy. Have a good night. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Hey folks, this episode is sponsored by Prize Picks. Football season may be over, but the action on the basketball court is heating up. Whether it's tournament season or the fight for playoff home court, there's no shortage of high stakes basketball moments this time of year. Get in on the excitement with Prize Picks, America's number one fantasy sports app, where you can turn your hoops knowledge into serious cash. Personally, Prize Picks graciously set me up with an account for myself. I made some picks for the NBA, and I did make a little extra money, which I, of course, put safely away in a high interest savings account. Just kidding, I used it to buy candy. And you can get extra candy money too. Download the Prize Picks app today and use the code GECKO for a first deposit match of up to $100. That's the code GECKO for a first deposit match of up to $100. Pick more, pick less, it's that easy. Call from... Brian. Brian? Hey, Gek, Gek's in the house. Brian! How you doing? How are you doing? Pretty good. I'm tired as shit. You're tired? Why are you tired? Uh, long day, and I got vaccinated my second time this morning, so it's beating on me now. Mm, long day of doing what? Uh, I had vocal lessons, and I was just up since like seven, eight. Vocal lessons. Those never made sense to me. I understand lessons on how to, like, you know, play an instrument or something, but vocal lessons. How can you learn how to 
do your own voice? Oh, it's just like an instrument, kind of. It's uh, all about like using the proper muscles for breath support and using the soft palate of like your mouth properly and tongue placement, the whole nine yards. It's really complicated. Mm. Is it uh, <clears throat> if you could theoretically control, give lessons on the the voice muscle? Can you give lessons on other part of the body? Like, can I get like knee lessons on how to like make do good cool things with my knees? <laughs> it's possible. <laughs> now I'm actually thinking about this more because the the vo the voice is is the only part of the body. Every part of the body can theoretically be used as an instrument, but the voice is the only one that is given any sort of legitimacy. Mm. Like, why like why is there no, like, clapping teacher to make me better at clapping? Or, like... Like hand-boning? <laughs> yeah, or, like, hand-boning. Why... No one... See, I... But I... When you explain... Captain, when someone would explain why there isn't a whole practice dedicated to... learning the intricacies of belly slapping... <laughs> or of clapping, I would. I feel like I could say the same thing about the voice. You could do it if you wanted to start that academy. I don't know how I would. <laughs> have you ever been in a fight? Yeah, I have. Um, so, uh, I work in Minneapolis. Uh, I've lived here for a while, and. There was this one time I do with like a lot of like transient people like busting in and out of the city uh, to a different state and a lot of homeless people and stuff like that in my area. And there's this one time this punky looking kid uh, came up to me and asked me if I like had a phone or something, I, something along those lines. Or cigarettes or both or something like that and i don't think i had my cell phone at the time like in service so i took him in my car as i clocked out of work and i drove him up to the nearest gas station and he made a call to like his parents or something to get a ticket back to his state and so i drove him back to uh the train station over next to my work and when i dropped him off I thought he was really cool, so I decided to go back to the gas station and buy a pack of cigarettes for him. And then when I was on my way back to finding him at the train station, I had walked uh, like on the sidewalk around the outside of the building, and there was like this area where there's just like a ton of homeless people just like sitting down around here. And most of the people that I meet there are nice, but there was these group of people that I've never seen before. They must have been from out of town. And mm. some guy runs up to me and he's like, he like gets in my way and stops me from walking. And he says, Hey, I got bitches. Do you want bitches? And I'm just like, what? And he's mm. like, I got, I got like ladies. Do you want to buy a lady? I'm just like, no, no. And I tried to walk past him and he cuts me off again. And as he cuts me off the second time out of the corner of my eye, I see this like red and white bandana from behind me. And some guy, behind me wrapped a bandana around my face and pulled me to the ground and there was like 
three guys beating up on me and like digging in my pockets and shit. And so I'd like swung at them. It was like a pretty long fight. It was like probably at least two, maybe three minutes, which is a long fucking time for a fight. But yeah, they, what uh, to the kid? Did, they, did the kid come save you with his, Oh, I never saw him again. No, I oh. never even got to give him the cigarettes. I just used them myself after that. No, I didn't make it Did to the door. Did they get anything from you? Did they take anything good? They get your wallet, your phone, your keys. Um, they didn't grab anything because I have like my credit cards and debit cards in the same ID holder as like my work badge. So they had grabbed it from me and then they threw it on the ground, and so I just grabbed it and left. See. So they they missed out. Your voice lessons. Oh, You're no. getting the yeah. wrong type of voice lessons. <laughs> because what you need is you got to learn, like, the Fostora shit from Skyrim. Oh, shit. You know what I mean? You got to learn, like, dragon shouts. So that if, like, mm. imagine if those three dudes, they tried to fuck with you, and you went, like, oh, you went, Fostora, and you, like, they blew, you blew them away, you know? <laughs> I mean, I guess you could have serenaded them with a ditty. What would have, like, what would have happened if you had started, like, singing to them? Oh, they probably would have gotten the kick out of it. They probably would have been amused, possibly. Yeah, yeah, I mean, absolutely. That maybe confused? I've always, like, if someone tried to mug me, like, what would I, what, what would they do if I just got, got naked and started singing? Would they Yeah, that would have been a better way to go Would it. they want to leave? I mean, uh, you know, I don't, you have to get naked. I mean, you could get naked and do this, too. But... I mean, if you're going to learn vocal lessons, I feel like you got to, you know, uh, uh, find as many use cases for that as possible. And I feel like you missed out on one here. Yeah, that's true. I mean, it's a new endeavor for me. This 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 fight happened a few years ago, and I only started vocal lessons about uh, nine months ago or so. So mm. I, I'll ask, ask your about teacher that if they time. know any, yeah. any powerful shouts. <laughs> yeah. That's uh, I think the craziest thing about a fight is, uh, I think a lot of people would agree with me, like, the second you get into a fight, like, I thought I was going to get fucked up, and I did kind of get fucked up, I was bleeding all over the place, but you don't feel a thing when the adrenaline kicks in, so right. you just, you're just numb the entire time, and that's nuts. Mm. But that was the first and only one. Knowing what you know about the physical nature of, 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 uh, the, the physical demands of being a vocalist, do you feel like under the influence of that adrenaline, you would still be able to um, perform? No, I don't think so. Mm. All right, so <laughs> may, we'll make a note of that when you go back to the vocal lessons that uh, your vocalist teacher needs to do something, maybe point a gun at you, something that will like give you <laughs> adrenaline so that Brilliant. you're prepared for when the actual thing happens. Let me know how this Yeah, goes. we can arrange something. Sure. Yeah, yeah. What'd you say your name was? Ryan. Ryan, thank you so much for sharing your story, and I wish you the best of luck uh, in all your future endeavors. Yeah, thanks, Gek. Enjoy your travels. Thank you, man. You too. Bye-bye. Hey, folks. This is Lyle here with a very quick message, just letting you know that this podcast does not have any advertising in it as of this very moment. But if you would like to support and make it easier for me to do more 
Therapy Gecko in the future, you can head on over to patreon.com slash Lyle forever. And for only $5, you can make it a heck of a lot easier for me to put this whole shebang together. That is patreon.com slash Lyle forever. You also get access to exclusive streams, exclusive Gek content. You also get access to the exclusive Gek Legends Discord. Patreon.com slash Lyle forever. All right, back to the calls. Call from... Amin. Amin. Oh, hello. What's up, Amin? Oh, hi. How you doing? I'm doing good, man. How are you? I'm great. Um, I am so happy to be here. Don't get too happy. This might not go well. <laughs> so your topic is whatever I got. So I, you, right? I, you, you laughed nervously there. I'm just well. I only say that because, um. You know, I like to lower expectations because if you think this, if you start off assuming that this won't go well, then it, when it, if it does go well, which I am in, you know, ultimately I think it will go well, depending on what, how you define something going well, you know, you could, you only have the uh, possibility of your expectations being shattered positively as opposed to uh, being let down. Oh, I respect that. I mean, we need to kind of figure out what kind of expectations we must rely on. Like I'm not, I, I had, I struggled with that personally, but I kind of moved on from, from like just putting down expectations like, Oh, should I talk to this girl? Like, I mean, mm. I mean, I worked on that, but now I feel like we, uh, we build, we build expectations on each other. So, I mean, um, I'm not, I'm not here to let anyone down. I think, Either way, as you said, it's it's gonna go well. So, well, I uh, you said I'm in. I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean. You sounded like you were ready to tell me something about a fight. Yeah. Um, <laughs> before I interrupted you with nonsense. No, I think I think it's I think it's just a good way to introduce each other either way. But um, well, this is interesting because yeah. I I mean, you don't seem like you would ever hurt a fly. You seem like a. A sweet guy. I want to hear who. I want to hear about the person that, you know, is is vile enough to get you going. I mean, it's a lo- it's it's like a long time ago. I mean, I'm pretty sure a lot of people might have some similar experience, like high school fights and etc. Um, mm-hmm. Just just so you know, um, I'm I'm actually calling you from Egypt. So. <laughs> oh shit. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna move back to Ohio very soon, so I'm excited to have better internet. Um, so <laughs> to the story, um, I I went to high school in the Middle East, um, and there, like I I don't know, I was I was born in the United States, but I came back, um, I came back like just to go to high to to college, right? But in high school, there was kind of tough. Like a lot of people there uh, don't like you because you're American, like they just bully you and they just push you around. So, uh, I had a lot of, I had a lot of, I had a lot of fights, but there's like one particular fight I had, like that got physical that like is a sore wound to my, <laughs> to my self-esteem. Not anymore, but it, I kind of, I have to like remember and mention it once in a while. Um, so it started out like, you know, regular day in school, like, um, and there's this guy, um, or, short like 
literally half the size. I'm like five. For example, imagine me like five, five, like four or five, six, right? This guy's like half the size of me, right? And um, he talks uh, so much uh, shit. Like he talks, he, he, he makes fun of me a lot. And he uh, used to call me like gay and stuff. Like, you know, this like, you know, high, high school shit. And it's funny enough, sure. he still does it now. You know, he, yeah. So I, um, he still does I it know, now. I, Do you, I, you still know this guy? I mean, I, I mean, not really. He just, he, he's always online on, on like social media and he's, he still he's, like he's talks shit. Still like in your, uh, uh, Facebook messenger giving you I shit. Mean, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I try, I don't so, like blocking people. I just like <laughs> prefer to just, I just prefer to just like, um, <laughs> Just ignore them. <laughs> you don't like blocking people. I mean, what? I want to hear. What, I want to hear what happened with this guy. I want to hear. Yeah. The, I want to hear the fight you got into. So I, uh, I don't know. I just got fed up with this shit. So um, I just stood up to him and kind of stood up for myself, you know, and was like, I'm, I'm just gonna, I'm just, I was just in a, in a like manic rage. I was like just really mad, and he was just laughing. All of his friends were like corralling me in like a fucking pit and sure uh, it, it turned into like a 1v1 between him and this short guy i fucking lost man i felt like genuinely i genuinely felt bad that i didn't want to like fight him like what happened was is that i don't really remember how the context was but he talked a lot and when the fight started he just pushed me and i let all the weight drop and i just fell down and i was like i'm just gonna take all these hits and he just wailed on me for like like a few minutes and everybody was just screaming and laughing but uh i didn't really like defend myself i just felt like he was too short and i didn't want to like fuck him up or get in bigger trouble <laughs> so you i know, i understand that i actually genu i genuinely believe it takes uh, you know and i'm not just saying this to be fucking corny or whatever but i genuinely do believe it takes more strength to not fight than to fight you know what I mean? Because I'm a little bit like that too. Like, uh, you know, I, I'm not, I don't like to get whatever physical, and I, I'm fucking weak as shit. So it doesn't <laughs> matter even if I did. But, um, you know, again, I think it takes more guts to, you know, act in a way that is according to how you feel than as opposed to, uh, uh, you know, giving in to that intense pressure to want to hit back and defend your honor to everyone else as opposed to defending uh, uh, your own honor and your own version of the uh, view of yourself uh, by acting in accordance with, you know, uh, what you think is right. So I actually think it takes a, a lot more courage to not fight. I mean, thanks, man. I just, I kind of, I kind of feel, um, I kind of feel like I, I, I didn't fight for I, like I, I kind of I kind of lost the fight because I I, I didn't I, I like I, fought, I I already fought for myself already mm -hmm. so I kind of um I kind of I kind of feel like it was like a bitter defeat and just taking the fact that he was like literally shorter than me and like half the size of me so it was like a talk for everybody everybody was like men talking about well for like few weeks like it was well listen you know if if this is still bothering you no and you want to and you've you've changed your mind about uh everything what you can do is you make a facebook event um i mean i'm in 
Amin. Amin. Like, amen. Yeah. Amin kicks your ass, and you invite him to it, and then you show up, and you fight again. One day, one day, that's 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 the true battle. But uh, if, I want to, I want to, I want to, like, <sighs> it'll be a I'll pleasure. I'll referee. I mean, I, I like to see, you know, that as a positive thing. Like, maybe we could, like, work together and, like, develop charity, like, for smaller people i guess um i don't i'm not like trying to you're so sweet dude you're like you're like this guy is like wailing on you and you're like i want to start a charity for people like you that's like the not that's the most pat you're the most pacifistic is that a word pacifistic person you could I think say i've ever want. met and uh you know look pow power power to you yeah uh, if everyone was like you there'd be no war so you know, so. keep 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 living the way you believe in, man. Oh, thank you so much. And yeah, dude, have have a wonderful day. And I I, I see great things in the future for you too, man. Can't wait for your journey. Have a good we'll one. We'll see. We'll see. Thank you, man. You have a good night. You too. Call from Sierra. Sierra. Hi. What's up, dog? Whoa. Hi. I know, it's crazy. It is crazy. I'm on the computer, you're on the phone, and the computer. I'm, I guess well, I'm also on the phone. You're on the TV. No, you're not. I turned it off. I'm on the magazines. I'm on the TV. No matter where you are, you might see me on the radio, <laughs> something, something. Who, who is that? That's Kid Cudi. Is it? I don't know. Yeah, you listen to Kid Cudi? Uh, I mean, I guess I know... Some of this stuff. I'm not that cool. You're not. What makes you say that you're not that cool? Um, I don't know. I have a 17 year old brother. I think he thinks I'm not cool. So I'm 31. Well, I don't. I don't feel like I know shit about what kids like anymore. I'm in the millennial generation. See, this is the um, I think a fault with the, the generally accepted um idea of coolness is why would we let seven a 17 year old kid is like the least cool person ever all they've done is go to school uh yeah they, they, I mean, they don't do it then they watch they do homework they go on tiktok i mean your your 17 year old brother's probably not that cool just because like he listens to some fucking music you know okay. I mean, you have 10 years of like you know you got some life on him you know what i'm saying like yeah i have seen some shit i guess and what, I have what been, shit have you seen? I mean, I've been in a fight with uh, more than one person at a time. Both of them against you? Yes. Who, 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 tell me about this fight. <clears throat> um, well, it was at a bar, you can imagine. Mm. Um, I was with my boyfriend at the time. And we both had to go to the bathroom. And... We knocked on the bathroom door and one of them was occupied. And after I knocked on the door, these two girls poked their heads out and yelled at me basically for knocking on the door. Um, and then they shut the door in my face. And then I was like, oh, of course, like that was unnecessary. So my reaction was, you know, okay cool and they heard me say that through the door 
and they popped back out and started, um, you know, how girls do. They put their fingers in your face and like get up in your business, but they won't ever hit you. So they were they were getting up in your business because they slammed the door on you in the bathroom. Well, I they heard me say something snarky after they shut the door. Mm. Um, but then my boyfriend comes out of the other bathroom and he's trying to separate us. He sure. somehow gets me like into the corner and corrals me into the bathroom that he just came out of and pushes me in there. And while he's doing that, that girl, one of the girls rears back and swings at me. So she hit my boyfriend. So I, you know, turned around and went to town on her. Um, and I'm not a mm-hmm. hair grabber. I think that's cheap. But sure, when you have, sure. what, what, what was your move? I'm five foot tall, and these girls had easily six inches on me apiece. Sure. So, in order to keep from getting my ass completely, you know, obliterated, I had to control both of them until somebody could get in and help me. So, I did have both of their hair in one in each hand. Um, you ha- oh, I thought you. I thought what I thought when you were gonna say is you had oh you had one in each hand because I thought you were like had somehow corralled both of their hair into one hand because hair is very <laughs> thin. You could grab both of their hairs with one. Hand. You could probably grab three girls' hair with just one hand. Probably, but you can't control. Probably can't See, control that well with I'm one st- hand. I'm still interested as to why you think you're not as cool as your 17 year old brother. <laughs> You don't even care about me <laughs> and the and the two girls. Um, no, uh, I get well, it. I, well, it's part. It, 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 no, no, no. It, it 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 works into it because I'm I'm confused. Like, I look at a 17 year old kid. That's like the least interesting thing ever. Why um, why why are you looking at the why? Uh, I mean, you know, you you again. You have you fought people. You've grabbed hair. You've interacted with more people. Why? Why are you, does your brother set the standard here? Um, I don't know. I don't think that it's just him, though. This whole like, uh, I mean, how old are you? Uh, you know, I'm an age. Okay, are you are you a Gen Gen Z or are you millennial? I'm a gecko. Okay, well then, never mind. Um, the Gen Z people have come out and given us millennials a lot of shit in the last year and have mm, definitely checked, checked me and made me feel my age. Um, about like the clothes that we wear and how we brush our hair. It's so stupid. So but, stupid. But it checked me and made me realize that I'm not, I'm not in my twenties anymore. I actually am pretty boring. I live alone. And, uh, I go to school and that's pretty much it. First of all, living alone is sick. Uh, well, I mean, I mean, you, you just described a 17 year old kid. They, well, they don't live alone. They probably live with their parents and they go to school. Yeah. You have your own place. You can eat ice cream whenever you want. I mean, you got a good life compared to a 17 year old kid. I appreciate that, Gek. You made me feel cooler than I've ever felt. Yeah, you know, I'm glad to hear that. 
Because <laughs> the the I, I I still I don't think that youth and coolness are directly proportionate. I think you're right. Um. Well, I hope you continue to feel cool. Uh, what did you say your name was? Sierra. Sierra. Sierra, don't let your 17-year-old brother make you not feel cool. Uh, I, I, I haven't heard one thing about him that makes me... I mean, I'm sure he's a nice kid. Maybe he'll be cool later. But for now, I'm not sold. He's what? He needs his ass kicked a couple times. You know what you should do? You should go kick his ass. I'm going to. Good. Let me know how that goes. I will. Give one, one, give one kick for me. Okay, like I will. In your head, be like, this one is for Gek. You got it. Awesome. You have a good night, Sierra. Thank you for sharing. You too. Love ya. <laughs> Call from Danny. Danny. Oh my gosh! Hi. Oh my god! Shoes. <laughs> Shoes. Oh my god, shoes what? to that song. That's my that favorite um video from back in the day. Oh my god, shoes. Really? Shoes. Oh my god. Am I actually on stream? That's so weird. It's Are, like delayed. Really? What's what's weird? What do you think? Why what's weird about it? Well, like you're on my TV and it's delayed a little bit, so I didn't realize that you picked up and I was confused. Oh yeah, yeah, you gotta mute the TV. Yeah, I did that. Isn't it funny that, like, you know what this cool about, like, a stream? It's a small thing. Is like, if you were watching the Jimmy Fallon, right? Like, he'd be on your TV. Like, I, I was on your TV, and now I'm, like, talking directly to you in your ear. Like, you know, if you were watching Jimmy so Fallon, weird. like, he's not going to fucking, you know, pick up if you call. No, he's not. So, I mean, you're doing a service, really. Service to all of humanity. So, thank you. I want to say that. You know, thank you right. so much. You're right. What did you say her name was? Danny. Danny. What do you, what do you what do you do? What are you doing, Danny? What am I doing? Right yeah, what are you doing? I'm sitting on my couch okay. with my cat. My cat is okay. napping next to me. I was also eating some really amazing chocolates that my friend got me for my birthday. Really uh, good. When was your birthday? Um well it hasn't happened yet. In a couple well, when days. is it? Um, June 6th. June 6th. That's uh, Chloe's yeah. birthday. Wait, who's Chloe? That's my sister. <laughs> um, oh, I'm sorry. No, no, you don't have to be sorry. I, I don't think you should be sorry because I don't, I don't know why. You know, I don't think you, you, you should. It, like, we're not that close, you and I. Oh, I thought we were. I mean, I think objectively we're not that that we're not that close. I, I I feel like um we're not close enough where like you should reasonably know what my sister's name is even. Okay. Are you That's are fair. you offended by that? I feel like I've offended you. Um. Wait. What? <laughs> Danny, could you do me a favor? Are you sitting on the couch right now? I. Could you stand up? I I will. Sure. Are you, okay, I'm the TV? Are you looking at the TV right now? Um, yeah. Turn around. <laughs> oh, that's weird. Okay. <laughs> what are you look? What are you look? What are you looking at now? Um, the the wall. It's just a it's just a blank wall. Um, I have this like metal thing with mirrors on it that I got from Bed Bath and Beyond years ago. Metal thing with mirrors on it. What does that mean? Um, it's like a. It's supposed to be art. 
it costs like $20. Um, it's not that pretty, but I needed something to take up space. Mm. Is there any so else, or is that the only? That's the only thing. That is oh, the oh, only okay, thing. I know what you're saying. I, I, I can picture yeah. it in my mind. It's a, bunch, it's a metal thing, a bunch of circles. It's got a bunch of metal it. circles on it. Yeah. I feel like I've seen something like that before. Mm-hmm. Is that is that's the only thing that you're looking at right now? Uh, that is the only thing. Can you see yourself in the reflection of it? Um. Well, now I can. I got a little bit closer to the mirror, so they're really small do, mirrors. Do you, Do you have a good self image? Do you like yourself? I do actually. It's taken really some time, but I've gotten there. Thank you. What do you think? What do you think was the um, most important thing in the uh, process of getting there? Um, realizing that um, I'm independent mm-hmm. and that I don't have to follow what other people want me to do. I guess. Mm. You know, was there a, was there a period of your life in which you were primarily just following what other people wanted you to? Oh yeah, or at least not e- not really even following what they wanted to do. Just um, feeling really insecure and feeling like um, if somebody like disapproved of how I was or whatever, that I I should feel bad about myself. Mm. That was mostly when I was a kid, I guess. What's um what's something? that you would do that other people would appro- would disapprove of? Well, I had, I feel like I, uh, my family was like, I was very different from my family. And I've realized as I've gotten older that I'm not really as weird as they made me feel. But like, I would have, I don't know, like, I liked certain kinds of music that my family thought was really weird. Like Death Cab for Cutie, which that's very basic. So why did they think that was so weird? I don't know, <laughs> but they tell me like, Ellie, your music is so, your music taste is so weird. Oh, I just, I just, oops, I just revealed my real name. Forget that. You're, Danny. You know what's funny is that you're real. <laughs> well, okay. Well, no, I mean, your fake name makes sense because Danny and Ellie are, when combined, Danielle. Oh my God. Wow. Did you not notice that? No, I didn't. I, I thought wow. I thought that, I still thought that your name was Danny, but that your parents called you Ellie, like for Danielle. For oh, Danielle. Although Ellie would be a very weird shortening of the name Danielle. It would, yeah. That's that's not a normal shortening for that name. Hmm. No. What's your nickname? Gek. Okay. You don't have another one. Like a, what do you mean? Like a something people call me? Yeah. Um. I don't know. What do you What do you want to call me? You want to give me a nickname? Hmm. Well, you know, um, Lyle, I gotta say, um, ever since I watched George of the Jungle back in the day years ago, um, I've always hated Lyles. Like I've always just thought Lyle, ha- like every Lyle in my life, has to be a villain, right? Mm-hmm. So I feel like that's not a good name. Um, uh, 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 Lyle's not a very common name. <laughs> it isn't. It isn't. Um, I did actually once, uh, well, there was one summer I met two Lyles in the same summer. And they're both kind of annoying. They weren't even that bad. So I can't really oh, say really? they were well, villains. Why, why were they annoying? Um, well, they were children. And I was okay. a camp counselor. 
and one of them had a huge crush on me and just kept following me around and causing trouble trying to get my attention we had to put him in timeout a lot and then there was this other kid who would just the other Lyle would just um just sit and not talk to anybody for you know the whole eight hours of camp he would just sit mm. there and I'd be he's like, probably, hey, Lyle, probably, you want to... He also probably had a crush on you. He was probably brooding to make you think maybe, he was like cool and pretty. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. But whatever. Well, uh, <laughs> you know, I, I don't know if you hate me is in an attempt to, like, further the narrative um, just for the sake of balance in your own life, which I would totally understand. <laughs> um, I don't know that many Dannys. No. You know, I think I, I probably know two throughout the years. I don't know them anymore. They might be my Facebook friends. How much would you sell me that mirror thing for? Um, gosh. I mean, if I if I had if you know if, if I did a yard sale and I put it on my yard and and you came by and said, "Hey, how much for that?" I'd probably say five dollars. Really, you'd give it to me for five dollars? Yeah, it's been here right. for for years. All right, I'll so. take it. Okay. We got it. Right. Deal done. Well, it was ple- it's been a pleasure doing business with you, Danny. Yeah, you too. I hope you have a wonderful rest of the night. Yeah, you too. I appreciate you. Good night. I appreciate you too. Good night. Gek has be- Gek Chat has become Gekbook Marketplace. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Call from... Tell me warm. Hey. Hey, you ever been in a fight? I sure have. Um, yeah, no, uh, recently I went to a bar. Uh, let me backtrack a little bit. I, I matched with a girl on Facebook dating and then she works at a bar. Dude, you matched with a girl? Sorry. Hold on, actually, you, hold on. Let me, let me, let me, um, let me turn you down a little bit. Sure. Um, you match with a girl on facebook dating yeah it's like tinder but hosted by facebook i know what it is it's, i've never i uh haven't used face i used facebook dating a long time i don't even know is it still exist oh no it still exists damn i gotta check my facebook dating account yeah you might have options in your area some hot geckos in your area that could be cool um, okay, you matched with a woman on Facebook. Da- Hold on, is is our caller too loud here? No, it's not. It's not your problem. It's the it's the uh, 
Uh, I got you on speaker too. Technical. I could even take you off technical. speaker. Maybe that'll help. Uh, I think it's the technical asp. It's my fault. All right. Anyway, um, all right. You matched with a lady on Facebook dating who works at a bar. Continue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, uh, I decided. You know what? When I, um, why don't I go visit her? I'm, I'm snapping her on, on the Snapchat. Sure. And. Uh, so I go over, um, I sit down at the bar, It's uh, it's got this kind of like towny feel to it, and there's, you know, a handful of other people there, um, and at one point some, uh, somebody says, oh hey, you know, you stuck out to me because everybody here's a regular and you're not, so it's that kind of bar. And I was like, okay, okay. So uh, one of the first things that happened is that a couple people came in and wanted to chug pitchers but the taps weren't working, so they had an argument with the bartender, the one bartender, that girl, uh, uh, and it got, like, really intense between them about how many tall boys they should order, so that was almost a fight, uh, and then there, were, and then I started fucking with the fan at one point, and somebody was like, hey, quit it. I was like, um do you work here and she was like yeah i do actually and then her boyfriend got all up in Why my were you face fucking with the fan what do you mean like you were like i was like fidgeting with it like i was like like uh like spinning it it was off but i was spinning the it ceiling fan you were fidgeting with Correct. the ceiling fan yeah how did i would <laughs> why, why, why are you fidgeting with this that's not that that's not really a fidget position that's you have to be like standing on a chair or something. Well, they were like I guess low ceilings and high bar chairs because I'm not I'm really not a tall dude. I'm like okay. five five. All right, so someone told you to stop messing with the ceiling fan, and that's it. Yeah, she off. was like, "That's a three thousand dollar fan. Do you want to pay for that?" And I was like, um, "Do you work here?" And she was like, "Yeah, I do." And then her boyfriend started getting up on my face, and I was like, "All right, dude." He walked away, and I started fucking with the fan again. And then he almost darted at me, but then the bartender lit girl started, like, bitching him out. And all his friends calmed him down. And they actually left. Then I was about to leave, say, 10, 15 minutes later. Sure. <clears throat> and then I'm this on guy their side so who, far. I don't know why you were fucking with that fan. Ah, uh, you know. But uh, this other guy, who wasn't even involved, who must, who was like way older, like, like mm -hmm. late thirties, maybe forties, um, was like, Hey, you little shit, you want to fight? And Hell I had yeah. already gone outside when his friends for the other guy were holding them back and said, Hey, if you want to, if you want to, you know, if you want to deal with this outside, we can go outside. So I went outside for a little while and he didn't come out. Uh, so I was already prepped to fight, so I was like, alright, fuck it, let's fight. Dude, you know what you are uh, right in this situation? You're like Spongebob in the Spongebob Squarepants movie, going into the bar. That's a good bar, analogy. Going into the bar with all the, like, tough sailor people. Yeah, and that's a really good analogy. When he, like, blows bubbles, but your version of blowing bubbles is you're fucking with the ceiling fan. Yeah. That's kind of how yeah. I'm picturing this situation. It's not inaccurate. Mm -hmm. So did they? Did they um, do that? No, no, no. So this this one dude, um, 
I, I went to throw a punch and he started grappling immediately. Like he grabbed me and we went to the ground on the concrete and he kept asking me if I wanted to give up. And I kept saying, no, you're just like holding me. Like you're not even choking me. And I got out mm -hmm. of there, out of his grasp eventually after some people started coming out and saying, Hey, we're going to call the police. And I was like, okay. Um, all right. <laughs> While he was fighting me. And then after I got out of his like grip, I kicked him in the face and he didn't get up. So I got my longboard and I boarded off into the sunset. Damn. Looked back, he still wasn't up. Why are we fucking with the ceiling fan? Just listen. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Um good question. I can't answer that. I don't know. You know, one it day felt I feel like, like before, the mood. I feel like, you know, um, one day but you're not going to notice and that guy, he's going to roundhouse kick you in the face out of nowhere. That would be the karma, wouldn't it? Yeah. I, ho I hope it happens. Not because I don't like you, but because I, I, like, I like balance. Just in the universe. No, I do like balance. I'm a Dallas, so I, I believe in that. So I think that's fair. You're a Taoist? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the Tao Te Ching. You ever read that book? Or no, heard of that, it? That's like the way, right? That's like with the with the yes, waves of the Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, okay. Balance. Right, yes, like that, like that, yin that yang. Been your explanation when they were like, why are you fucking with the ceiling fan? It's the way. I'm a Taoist. It's the way. There's a part. There's a part about fucking with ceiling fans in the book. Yes. Well, listen, Gummy Worm. It was a pleasure talking to you. It was a pleasure eating oh, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anytime, anytime. I uh, I hope to remain part of the stream for many streams to come, as you know, a bite at a time. Happy to have you here. Well, maybe one day you can come over and you can uh, fuck with my ceiling fan. That sounds like a euphemism. But it's not. Yeah. Do you have a ceiling fan in your abode? I have no possessions. Uh, I'm merely a lizard traveling through time and space. And I thank you so much for calling into my stream. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Of course, man. Good night. Night. Call from David. David. Yo, what's good, Gecko? David, um... Hello. Have you ever been in a fight? I have. I was in a fight recently. About Tell four or five it. weeks ago at my college. Tell me about it. Okay, so the short version of this is I was in the game room at my college with some of my friends. And one of my, one of my friends, no longer my friend, is he's... He can be a bit of a, a volatile person. He has his own issues, which I won't get into because of his own privacy. But he was being just very aggressive, and he was being a dickhead. And I said, hey, you need to knock it off. And he threw his drink in my face. And so I said to him, you're a fucking child. You have no self-control. And his, he decided to respond to that by fucking assaulting me. He tried to throw hands. He didn't. He doesn't know how to throw hands. He he cannot fight. I threw one punch, and that was pretty much it. He went down, got up after a second, and then some people stepped in between us. Mm. 
<sighs> David, are you conflict avoidant? I tend, to, I think I tend to avoid conflict a bit more. I don't, I would prefer not to get into a fight. I would really only resort to, resort to physical violence if I was uh, trying to defend myself or uh, another person. And how often do you find yourself in situations in which um, you need to defend yourself? Not often. The only other, uh, only other situation where I've ever had to uh, defend myself was uh, a couple of years ago. And even then, it wasn't a very like threatening situation. Do you feel well prepared to defend yourself physically? I think so. I, th I think I can hold my own in a fight. And it's I think I can throw with a, a decent bit of weight. It's good to know that um, you are able to defend yourself. I, I personally, if anyone, I mean, there right. are like, I mean, kind of literally, like, I, I bet there are, there are definitely like 14 year olds that could beat the shit out of me if they wanted to. Um, oh, absolutely. I'm I'm kind of a small guy. I am I'm more than susceptible to a 14 year old. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to think if, of the youngest big guy. I'm trying I'm, I'm trying to think of the youngest age of child that I could confidently say there exists no child of that age in the entire world that I could not beat in a fight. Does that make sense? Yeah, I feel like that would at the most at the very most be like. I feel like the very youngest that could be a threat to you would probably be like 15, 16, if they were some, maybe if they were some kind of like. Oh, that's player. not true. That's not true. I think uh, there's probably. I mean, how confident? Like, there's probably a thirteen-year-old out there that could beat the shit out of me. I mean, yeah, pro I guess somewhere, some some kid who like works out all the time. I'll say with confidence. Some kid who's getting back at the bullies. I'll say with confidence. I just spit out a little piece of rice cake. That's okay. I'll say with confidence. Uh, there, there exists no six-year-old. I'll do six. six. I'll do. There's no six-year-old in the world of all seven billion people in any country anywhere that I, I could not beat up in a fight. Think, uh, one one six-year-old, no. But then the question from there is, how many can you fend off before you start to get overwhelmed? Is it like 10? Is it 20? What's the max amount standard of six-year-olds? Six I could fight off. Uh, are they all attacking at once? They're all attacking at once. You're getting, you know, you're getting sworn by six-year-olds. Like I could eight. fight off probably 10 of them. That'd be kind of fun. You ever seen... Um, what was it? What's that movie? Step Brothers, was it? Where they beat up all the kids? I don't think I've seen that movie. Well, listen, David, it was a pleasure um, talking through these hypotheticals with you. Thank you so much for having me. Of course. You have a wonderful rest of the night. This, is, this has been a dream of mine for a long time. Uh, have we never spoken before, David? We have not spoken before. I started watching you back in January. Oh, shit. Well, how are you doing? Is there anything else you wanted to talk about? Uh, I don't know. Not a whole lot. Uh, life's going pretty. Uh, life's uh, it's 
going all right right now. I'm just kind of waiting for stuff to get uh, get moving again. Finish, uh, finish my semester, finish the previous semester, and now I'm just trying to get work. Not a whole lot going on. Work in what? Uh, I'm trying to get a job back at uh, a restaurant I was working at last summer. J- uh, just as a busboy, but that place that was a very nice job. Bought, uh, the boss was really nice, and I got some decent pay. Well, I hope it. I hope it. Uh... Turn, works out for you. I hope you get paid a, you. a trillion dollars. And Thank um, I hope so that much. Jeff Bezos dines at your restaurant and goes, hey, that busboy, give him $100,000. If he doesn't say that, I, I, uh, maybe, maybe, I can, uh, maybe I can sneak up on him. You could. You could. You could steal from him. But that would be illegal. And I don't Pick condone anything that's illegal. He is so rich that I feel like it should not matter. Well, he's not going to miss the night, David. Thank you so much for have uh, a good rest of the night. Here. Thank you so much for having me, David. Forever, good luck. Baby. I'll see you at eight. Call from Lucifer. 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 Hi, what's up? What are you doing, man? Nothing much. I've been trying to call you for like months. I'm in awe. Oh hell yeah! Well, listen, um, Lucifer. Uh, now that we've finally can talk here, is is there something in these months and months of you calling me that you wanted to talk about? Um, nothing specific. Just more so like the prompted questions because I had a story. I had two stories. Uh, if you want to pick. From either one, one's personal and one was from my manager when I worked at Spencer's a few years back. So whatever entitles so one, you more. So one of them is not your story. No, but it's it's real interesting. Let me just tell you. Um, I feel like I feel like I I, I feel like I'm only um, you know I feel bad having someone else's story told on here without their permission. You know. That's true. So I don't know if that's, that's our story to tell here. Ah, there's a shark. I feel like I feel like you're right about that one. I'd have to ask him about it. And if they ever Well listen, what's your story? Who did you get into a fight with? Um so a few months back, I was in the funny farm. I was in uh the funny partial farm. the partial partial hospitalization. Um, oh, the funny farm. Yeah. Yeah, the funny farm. And uh they like i knew i had issues which is i self-admitted uh for my own you know safety it was the right thing to do sure and um i i constantly was in arguments with the doctors because they wanted to put me on meds that uh i wasn't i didn't want to take and they would get really aggressive about it uh like and it, it wasn't like um trying to think of like the best way to explain it um they were meds that were gonna give me more issues than solve issues and i was constantly uh explaining to them that they were going to mess with me like for example i had an eating disorder like a real bad one at the time and these antidepressants were most common top side effect was just uh worsen your 
uh, eating habits. And I was like, I'm not taking these. And it would be constant just aggression back and forth. It wasn't okay. physical, obviously, but you know. So, so who did you fight? Uh, I fought with the doctor a lot. It was a lot of back and forth because they really wanted to put me on these meds that I just didn't want to take. And I was like, could I get something else? And he was like, well, we filled the, these ones for you. You're not taking them. Uh, so why would we want to put you on other ones? And I was like, I can't really argue with that point. But I, you know, I already told you I didn't want to go on these meds in the first place. Okay. So there was no impasse and there was uh, no way for me to really, you know, get better during that stay there. Um, which, you know, it's a very different story, I feel like, from most of these, which were physical fights, but this was definitely more of a verbal fight. Because uh, I, for me, I personally consider verbal fights still to be fights. Well, uh, look, I'm glad you made the decision that you felt was right for you. Yeah, no, I appreciate it. Uh, not, I don't know anything about medication, so I don't know what to, what to tell you necessarily. Oh, well, you know, I, I actually have an evaluation coming up pretty soon. Um, so maybe they'll be able to put me on the right stuff. Well, good. Glad to hear that. Um, how's your night going now? How is my night going? It's going good. Um, What's going um, on? Why all? I said it. I said it's going good. Oh, I thought you said it's not going good. I got real scared. You know, I haven't been to a doctor in a while. But if I told them what I was eating, they'd probably tell me I had about three weeks left to live. So I'm trying to live it up uh, until then. Yeah, eat that worm. Well, thank you so much for calling in and sharing. Yeah, of course. Have a good night. You too, man. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.